Greetings, Amigops, and Top Tenners everywhere. This is Mike from Top Ten with Kyle and Mike. So I'm joined this week by our boy Kyle. Kyle tried to screw up the countdown to my intro, and I thought I was going to be clever and ad-lib. Did not work. So this is my second take on the intro. I am joined this week, as I am every week, by our boy Kyle and brother-in-law of the pod and beloved guest host, Ian. Ian has a topic this week. I don't know what it is. Ian is going to be talking about it. We are going to debate this topic vigorously. We're going to rank it. We're going to re-rank it. And then by the end of this episode, the three of us will have agreed upon the definitive top 10 list of that thing. So Ian, so Kyle, what are we talking about this week? Oh, hey, everybody. Uh, Happy to be back for a third time. It's a real blast. I love doing this. Um, oh, and before I start my actual list, thanks for the cool shout out in episode 100. I don't know what the number is going to be when this comes out, but I appreciate that. And, uh, Mike, I know Kyle, you're going to come anyway, cause you know, you kind of have to at this point, but if you wanted to come see the fall show that I'm going to be in this next fall, I will gladly let you know the details. I know it's pretty far away, but if you're trying to see me perform one more time in high school, you and longtime girlfriend, fiance of the pod are very welcome. I got to tell you, that would be the honor of my lifetime. Plus, I've been threatening uh, to come to your family's kind of home area, which I think we might have said on one of the pods one time. I don't know, whatever. But the area where you guys are from, I've been threatening to come visit for a while. So it's probably time. Well, that's actually a great segue in what I'm talking about. Because then if you come to my home area, known as the Quad Cities on the okay. eastern side so of saying Iowa. Yeah. Well, I have to. The eastern okay. side of Iowa and the western side of Illinois. Um, top four quad to, cities yeah <laughs> everything but east moline uh, <laughs> but you get to try whitey's ice cream which has been mentioned on the last two of my appearances yes mostly. i was gonna say that the actual name is ringing a bell now it's it's seeped into my brain so yeah i work at i work at an ice cream shop and uh i thought today i'd share with you the top 10 ice cream flavors that we have but not just exclusive to whitey's it's just everywhere around there and since I've been at Whitey's for three years now, it's kind of like expertise in quotation marks. Okay. Ian, I'm going to stop you right there because putting expertise in quotation marks is entirely unnecessary and, in fact, disingenuous. <laughs> Mike and I are both experts in ice cream and that we've consumed a lot of it in our time and so mm-hmm. we'll have informed opinions on it. But I'm very happy that we've waited as long as we have to do this particular episode because we now have with us a bona fide expert on the matter i thought i knew ice cream before i came to whitey's and you told me so much more that i did not know about ice cream and uh we're all about to learn something today wow all right i've got several questions so may i throw a couple your way of course okay so broad sort of varieties like let's just say gelato soft serve conventional ice cream Are those all being ranked against each other, or are we focusing more on, like, conventional hard ice cream? I hadn't really thought about that that much, because YD's exclusively has hard serve. Okay. So I was thinking we'd only do hard serve. But these also just, on my list, it doesn't say YD's ice cream flavors, it just says ice cream flavors, because I know that there are some flavors that YD's does not have, or -hmm. we have variations of them. Yep. So if you think they should be oversimplified, and you want to say some more stuff about how, like, this flavor has this in it, but it's like this other one. I'd be happy yep. to switch that out. This is a very subjective list, and no- nothing is really set in stone for me. 
So, like, I'm very willing to rigorously debate this and come to a new order at the end. Okay. I think that you may have just answered one of my other big questions, which is how specific are we getting? That is to say, would we say a brand name? So it sounds like the answer is no. It's If it's vanilla, it's vanilla. It's not Briar's vanilla versus Turkey Hill vanilla. It's vanilla. Exactly. Yeah, there's, okay. there's so many different kinds of diff- these ice creams that, like, I don't want to rank brands against each other because if you want to go do that, go watch Good Mythical Morning because they just got done with a series about that. Oh, so shit. if you want to go watch that, that's a whole different thing. We're just doing flavors. We're not doing brand names or anything like that. Okay. All right. So, my last question. My last question. I th- I think that this one is probably obvious, but I'm assuming that this these flavors cannot have like an alternating scoop theme to them. Which is to say, it has to come out of the tub or the carton as is. Like, it, there can't be a... Like, I've seen some where the flavor itself is really two different flavors kind of combined. Like it all has... Tracks. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good example. Yeah, but it, I say it has that because to- you said that on the SpongePod Squarecast last summer. You said, because we were talking about ice cream then, too, and you talked about mint moose tracks. My God. You are a just... <laughs> You are something else. Okay, but that's... So take that for example. So that, I would imagine, is something that doesn't count. It, it can. If you want to put okay. mint moose tracks on there instead of regular moose tracks, or you want to take moose tracks out of it and just put mint ice cream, it can okay. be as free flow as that. We're, we're looking at very little structure here, except for the part that is a top 10 list with a not top three that's going to be queued after some stanky beats. I think I see your okay. point, though, Mike. Like, the ice cream should exist in a tub form. Like, if I, it yeah. requires me to... To take a scoop from one tub and mix it with yeah. another to create the flavor, that's probably... I don't think that should qualify. Like, I've seen some... I'm trying to think, like, a sherbet type where there's, like, multiple colors yeah. of sherbet that they combine, and it's, like, a, some sort of sherbet medley. Um, like, Neapolitan ice cream, I would think, would count as its as one flavor because there is a tub of the strawberry-chocolate-vanilla combo... But that's like a real, that is right up to the edge of what would be acceptable here, I would think. Well, nothing is on there on the list that qualifies for what you're talking about. So we might not run into that problem. Okay. But if we All do, right. I'm, if we do, I'm saying that if it comes, I'm agreeing with you. If it comes in a tub form, then it should count. If we have to like do some other stuff to mix to it, some then voodoo. I wouldn't say it counts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, and to quote the kid from Role Models, that's booty. <laughs> I like uh, your bo- take on boobies. <laughs> <laughs> His lo- the love gun is a dick. <laughs> Before a number ten starts, I want to inform the both of you on my ranking system. Oh. So it's ranked from ten to one, as any ten list is. But um, the stuff at the bottom half of the list and the stuff at the top of half of the list are very different in that they cannot. They're ranked on three grades. One of them is how they work in a Sunday, how they work in a shake, and how they work by themselves. Because at Whitey's, we take all of our ice cream flavors and we can make them into Sundays or shakes. So I will be ranking them. Like, number one, it's good in all three. And number 10, it's only good by itself. Interesting. Mm, So the versatility of the ice cream plays a factor. That's interesting. That it changes why, my thinking on some of my favorite flavors. Yeah. That is why, as a beginning, vanilla is not on the list. It is an honorable mention because I feel like that'd be unfair. Because I feel like if you just put vanilla 
then it's always going to be number one because it's the most versatile when it comes to making it into stuff. So I put vanilla as an honorable mention. Yeah, but think outside of the box a little bit. But I, I, well, we can talk about this, but I think vanilla suffers because I don't think that many people really enjoy eating hard scoop vanilla ice cream by itself, right? I mean, it, yeah, relative no. relative to other options, no. Yeah, yeah no, especially when you're at an ice cream shop bad. that has 50, 60 flavors. Well, uh, it's interesting. I like that you're attacking this from such a scientific perspective, Ian, because you, you can get down to such a wormhole of, like, of so many different various uses for ice cream and the fact that we're limiting it to how it appears in a sundae or a shake or by itself i think um is a wise way to go about this yeah i think i think that this will help us avoid going down the rabbit hole of personal taste because i think we could we could end up just being like yeah but i like that yeah but i like that i, I really yeah. like your oh i'm still here. gonna do that uh, yeah, no, no, absolutely. I will be arbitrary as usual. I mean, I my like... entire list was just subjective. So, like three, two, one are my favorite flavors. I don't care what you guys say about them because <laughs> so I have this. I have the same viewpoints as you guys. But uh, yeah, I just want to get that out in the middle so that when listeners yep. hear that and we're not like at five or six and they're thinking, "Oh, that's my favorite flavor." Actually, number one, I was like, "Well, that's a reason." There's a, is this low, and then we yep. can debate if switch switch the order. But we do that with every single one, so we can just commence if you guys would like to. Please. All right. So at number ten, I have chocolate chip cookie dough. Well, so I'll give a flavor ooh, description, yeah. and then what I would pair it with um, <laughs> if I was to a red. You guys, so uh, <laughs> a Merlot or <a> Cab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so chocolate chip cookie dough at Whitey's is a brown sugar flavored ice cream with chocolate chips and real cookie dough pieces, and it's delicious by itself. And I would say it's good in a shake, but we use different cookie dough in our cookie dough shakes <gasps> than we do the ice cream. So the cookie dough ice cream and the cookie dough shake are two very different things. So that's why it's the slow on the list. It's, it's really only good by itself or maybe with a little bit of butterscotch, butterscotch on top. That's, that's strictly it. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like if I'm handed a scoop of chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, it's almost, uh, I'd be a blaspheme to put anything else on it, really. Yeah. It would also so okay so let's talk about the shake a little bit. So my my brain when I hear shake goes to like fully liquefied ice cream. Oh, but no, not not even a little bit. Why do you okay, shakes so, do not we we cannot use straws in them. They're that you can turn it upside down by itself and it'll stay there for a while before it okay. leaves the cup. So I have a better impression now of what you're talking about. But let me ask you this: Does the shake version of the chocolate chip cookie dough have cookie dough? Like, are they still chunk form when you get the shake, or have they been have they been blended? They are mostly chunk form, but the edges okay. usually break off because they're little squares. So the edges usually break okay. off and then go into the ice cream, like in the crumbly right. form that you like. But that's big because I think chocolate chip cookie dough could seriously suffer from the versatility requirement if you didn't still get to enjoy the cookie dough experience in the shake. But since you do, huge ups. Yeah, so the uh, the shake at Whitey's is made with butterscotch flavoring, and then scoops of cookie dough and chocolate chips go into it before we put it on our spindles to blend it. So that, it's very different from the, um, the ice cream itself, because it's losing the brown sugar element, and it also, the cookie dough pieces in the shake are often larger than the stuff that appears in the ice cream. Ooh. So that's why the shake, that's why the shake is its own thing, and I'm not counting that, because it's not its own scoop of ice cream. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Which is why it ranks so low on the list. 
I think, yeah, I don't know. Because that's such a specific, well, I don't know. Maybe it's not. I would say because that seems like a very specific Whitey's thing, uh, and you guys are very uh, sophisticated. I feel like most places, if you ask for a chocolate chip cookie dough shake, they're just going to dump regular chocolate chip ice cream and blend that shit up. In which case, like, that's a good, that's a good shake. That's true. Like yeah. steak and shakes do that. Yeah, how would but, you... but does the steak and shake have the chunks still? That's the that's the big question, and I'm not I'm not well versed enough in chocolate chip cookie dough. Because you're right, Mike. Like, if in a shake form, it's not individual chunks anymore. It's basically just turned into like a chocolate shake, and that you lose points for that. Yeah, I think Whitey's is the chunkiest of it because we we are very rustic ice cream, and like it's been around for so long. Nothing's really changed since the 30s. Frustrating. Let me ask you this: Do you have a visor uh, with this is Whitey's on it or anything? Like, what's your no. deal? Do, um, do you Whitey's, wear any Whitey's apparel on your off day? Uh, we can, but we have to pay for it. Bitches. We we get an employee discount, which marginally takes off the order of our ice cream, but all all the apparel and the logo stuff is still full price for us. So I could buy. A sweatshirt that says Whitey's University on it, <laughs> and it has like our own. We have our own little seal and stuff, and it's really cool looking. You can look up a picture of it. I'm sure there's one, at least one on Google. But I just I don't wear it on my off days because we don't get visors either. We wear these paper hats from the 40s. They're so dope. It's I would I don't know Ian if you're if you're up for it. I would love to get a photograph of you in uniform up on the all Instagram. And I already have helpful. I, I already have a few. That I'm going to send to you after we're done recording, and I'll take a few at my next shift. All right. You're a good man. All right. That's a, that's a hell of an entrance for number 10. Shall we do number nine? Yes. So number nine is not a Whitey's exclusive, but I think Whitey's does it really well. It's a, a salted caramel. Whoa. So This is one of those fancy flavors that has really come on in recent years that I'm just not mad about. Man, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. It's a salted caramel ice cream with a real caramel swirl through it. So mm. it uh, it's, mm. it's really good. I really like it. And it's it's insane on its own. Like I I get this after almost every shift because we get a little treat after every shift. And I usually <laughs> take this one and another one of the scoops up at the topper at the top end of the list. So I use this usually by its own, but in a shake it's also pretty good. But what it suffers on is Sundays because you can't really pair anything except for hot fudge. Mm. And a hot fudge Sunday with salted caramel ice cream is a little too rich for me. So I don't exactly love it. So that's so- why it's number nine. So, Ian, how do you define a sundae? A sundae is a scoop of ice cream with any kind of our topping on top. And Whitey's toppings are strawberry, pineapple, peach, red raspberry, black raspberry, hot fudge, butterscotch, marshmallow. Pretty much anything you can think of. Can I just say real quick, so I know that that's not what you were describing, but you sounded like the pretzel guy from Pretzel Day in the office. (laughs) 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 Just, uh, <laughs> just a little observation but uh that's interesting so so to my mind it's a sunday is hot fudge maraschino cherries walnuts and whipped cream that's the base case and you remove as you please that would be my emotional okay sort of that that's my connection kyle is that sort of tally with what you're thinking of as a sunday yeah, so like Ian, your description of a sundae is more broad than I would have interpreted. So yeah. like any any topping of a of a base scoop of ice cream, in your opinion, would be considered a sundae, at least from pricing perspective. So that's 
That changes how I think about this. In Salt and yes. Caramel specifically, it doesn't really because unless you want to like be tasteful with some chocolate, either sauce or like some sprinkles or something, there's really nothing you want to put on top of that because it's so rich already. That is why yeah. it's so low. It's because Whitey's, we don't, our Sundays do not come with whipped cream nuts and a cherry. There are specific ones, but then you have to pay for that if you want to have that. So the base of the Sunday at Whitey's is just ice cream and one topping. Gotcha. And then you can add to it. So like, for instance, we serve a, something called a brownie under Sunday, where we put a brownie under the ice cream. <laughs> and then a, Why do they uh, call five, it? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's funny how they name things. But then you put a five ounce scoop of vanilla and then a hot fudge, whipped cream, nuts, and a cherry. That's its own thing. But if yeah. you want to get a Sunday, it does not have the brownie. It does not have the whipped cream, nuts, or cherry. And it does not have hot fudge. Because hot fudge Sunday is more expensive than a regular Sunday. Interesting. Mike, I think I like... I associate more closely with your definition definition of a Sunday, but I think for the purposes of our analysis and argument here, I'd like to use Ian's because first of all, it's his list. And second of all, I think it actually just lends itself to more interesting conversation because I think there are very few ice creams that are good in a Sunday the way you've described it. But if we're opening it up to just one <laughs> topping, then I think that we can talk about a greater number of ice creams. I agree, especially because I think the majority of the toppings that Ian named are sort of sauce based, yeah. um, be it some sort of like puree or chocolate. And I think that opens you up to more uh, flavor varieties because you could theoretically have something that works really well with a pineapple chunk to, to somebody else's taste because it's not my because I don't like pineapple, but or something totally different that works with chocolate. And I yeah. think that's that's important because that allows for different types of flavor profile. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Salted caramel, baby. What about right, eight so there, Wax? Number eight is going to greatly disappoint about 50% of the U.S. population. <laughs> oh, you didn't. Our co-host. Number eight <laughs> is mint chocolate chip. <laughs> oh, he did. And this is, this is why. And, and Kyle can even back me up on this because both <laughs> Kyle and Allegis said this to me last time I spoke with them. But... Um, mint chocolate chip is great on its own and it's pretty good in a shake, but you can't get it with a sundae because there's nothing that go really goes with mint chocolate chip as a sundae. I and I don't think, I don't think mint chocolate chip is as good to be very high in the list based on being a scoop of its own. Like, I don't think mint chocolate chip is enough to get it to the top of the list by itself. All right. So let me ask you this. You would know this obviously much better than I would. What would you say is the ranking of sales for standalone, just the scoop, hard ice cream at Whitey's? Like, what? where do you think... I, I specifically am asking, where do you think mint chocolate chip ranks in terms of, of sales for standalone ice cream? Six or seven. Really? That low? Yeah. That surprises well, me. Maybe a little higher than that, but I don't want to name anything off because yeah, I a lot understand. of the flavors yeah. that are above it are very high on my list, so... It's also very seasonal, which I'll get into in the middle of the list, but it's mint chocolate chip. I, I scoop a lot of it, but there are four, at least four other flavors that I scoop more of on a day basis. Okay. And I think I've only had to make, in my three years of working at Whitey's, I think I've only had to make five or six Sundays that they use mint chocolate chip ice cream when yeah. they weren't Here's smoking weed in the drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my counter to your Sunday argument, Ian. Mint chocolate chip is already a fucking sundae, brah. Like, it is mint, and it's chocolate chips. And it's so spectacular of a combination that it's 
to find the ice cream flavor itself. Like, like if you were to say mint was this low, I think I would, I would be fine with that because mint, like very few people eat mint ice cream by itself. It's more of a gelato thing than an ice cream thing. But the pairing of chocolate chips with mint is so, they're so closely intertwined that the sundae has become its own ice cream flavor. And on top of that, it pairs perfectly as a shake because I, and this is what I always get when I come to Whitey's is a mint chip shake, which is amazing because the chips stay in chip form. And it's just like you were saying, Mike, with the cookie dough, it's the perfect crunch to a shake. It's my preferred way to eat it at Whitey's. I, uh, I disagree with this, Ian. I know that you might have uh, seven above this that you would say uh, are higher for various reasons, but I am, I'm going to say I disagree with you on this one. Okay, so let me just take what you just said and flip it against your ears. So you just said that a mint chocolate chip shake is your preferred way to eat it. So that's implying that you don't want to prefer to eat it in the scoop form, which in my opinion is the most important. Okay, well, that's interesting. If we're prioritizing uh, just the scoop, that's interesting. But I will say, that's my opinion. I would say, wouldn't you agree that most people would eat it in scoop form as opposed to the shake? And the reason, the only place I get it in shake form is at Whitey's because the chips are so damn good. And Wait, Kyle, can we focus on you for a second before we broaden this out to the broader group? Let's just talk you. So you're at Whitey's and what, how do you think you would stack rank your options? Like, in so flavor and delivery combos so your number one combo is the mint chocolate chip shake what's number two if i didn't if i don't have the mint chip shake i'm probably just gonna, gonna get a scoop well i don't know i might the shakes are so good at whitey's that i might go to a different flavor but if, if we're talking if we're staying in the mint family i'll just get a scoop of mint chip okay but so what i so what i'm saying here is that Ian's trying. Ian's point that I think he's trying to make is that you like the shake so much because you know the the scoop is lackluster. But what I'm saying is he's missing the point, which is that your depth chart starts at mint chocolate chip shake, and probably next is mint chocolate chip scoop because the scoop is also so delicious. Yeah, I'd say that is an accurate like description of what's going on. Like Kyle is, I think, frozen. Kyle, do you agree with all the things I just said while you were sort of frozen? As they were stated, I do concur with your uh, your stance on this matter, Michael. Kyle, I think that's really offensive. I I don't think <laughs> that women should just stay home and cook. I really think that... <laughs> I just... I, I actually can't believe you would say something like that on this podcast. <laughs> He's married, too. What a misogynist. I'm going to tell yeah, my sister. I thought you were married to a strong, independent woman, and then you go out and say something like that? I Yikes. Well... Kyle, I guess Ian and I probably are going to do the rest of this podcast alone because of what you just said there. He's canceled. Well, (laughs) (laughs) episode 115 or whatever, Kyle was canceled. (laughs) It's like a 20 minute long episode. It's just like where we've been. And then it just says Mike and Ian. (laughs) Top 10 with Mike and Ian. Yeah, this is all part of Ian's longstanding plan to seize my my co-hostership. Yeah, and that's it. Just like that, he was I'll gone. say, I'll just say that I don't appreciate how this conversation on mint chip went. I will also say <laughs> that my personal feelings, notwithstanding, I can understand where you're coming from, Ian. But I think ultimately this probably moves up because I think even outside yeah. of me, 
mint chip is a all-time flavor. Yeah, th- to be clear, the mint chocolate chip is my favorite flavor, unquestionably, and I think it belongs a little bit higher. I can understand, based on the framework that Ian has given us, that it can't rank as high as it might in just a pure scoop-for-scoop scoop, you know, contest, but I still think eight is a little bit low. But but I'm will but I'm willing to be persuaded. I want to see what yeah, you got. I, I put it low because I knew it would move up a little bit. I just didn't want to <laughs> rank it like two or three and then have it go down because I think I also Smart. think it's good. I just don't. It's not my favorite. And Kyle has gotten that pretty much exclusively at his time at Whitey's, and you've never been to Whitey's, so like you wouldn't really know what the other stuff that we have like three, two, one. Like they're really really good. So I yeah. I'm willing to move it up quite a bit higher. I just want to start low, and that way we can work our way up with it. Instead. Yeah. Well, first of all, you're showing a natural touch yeah. to this this ranking that we have yet to even develop. I will also say yeah. that your impartiality in this matter is impressive, and I just have a reputation to uphold here. Like I can't, I can't not stand for mint chip uh, when it's <laughs> yeah. put at number eight. So yeah, that's if your why dad I, hears about it, you're in trouble. I'm fucked. When I put it at number eight, I was like, oh shit, Kyle's gonna be mad for me. Kyle's not <laughs> exactly, on Fortnite right? duos with me anymore. There goes my Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you like Cole, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian. Well, that was number eight. Uh, yeah. Traditionally, that brings us to number seven. But we have a detour first. We do. I think we have a, a not top three to do, right? That's that's the that's the cue. Kids, tell me. Hey, yo, Kev, hit that shit. Adam, <laughs> <laughs> oh in. man, stankerific. <laughs> woo! That was woo. Whoa, this was like hot, sick ass and the dead carcass kev showing up today all right Ian, kevin. could you even pick three ice creams you don't like i'm sure you could oh i could very easily. <laughs> oh, oh he could i, I could. flavored mushroom flavored and butt flavored i could have put together another list of top 10 top worst ice cream flavors wow um i'm very passionate about this this is my craft so uh anyway <laughs> coming in at number three on our not top three is butter pecan because mm. One, it's disgusting, and two, <laughs> I I only serve it to elderly people. And when people come through the drive-through smoking jazz cigarettes, that's what I call weed. Um, so, because they don't know, they don't know what they're getting themselves into, and it's just hilarious. So that's I scoop some of this, but not as much as I should to qualify it for a top ten flavor. That's I'm, interesting. I think butter pecan is one of those flavors that some. Um, it sort of lacks in taste precision. It's like a very sort of general flavor of richness with no real like it, it's not really identifiable as all that pecani or buttery. It's just like a general rich flavor. Yeah. I'm fine yeah, with this. I think it just lacks it doesn't it doesn't show for me. I don't like it that much. Yeah. Fair enough. And I have to to clarify a little disclaimer. I have tried all of these flavors that I'm saying. Of course, so of I, course, Ian. I'm not. Just, oh, wait, like, listen. Them. Thank you for disclaiming, but we believe me. We know we're in the hands of an expert. All right, fantastic. Well, then that takes us to number two, and this flavor was so bad that it was only around for like four months before we pulled it from stores. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Chipotle chocolate, and. It is chocolate with a spicy fudge swirl, and it tasted like wood chips, in my opinion, like <laughs> that you would smoke with at a barbecue. That's too bad, because I, yeah, the with concept you, of spicy chocolate is lovely. Like, I I remember my grandfather, um, 
got into this and started <laughs> melting Milky Ways and uh, combining them with like chilies. And they were, and then rewrapping them, which is definitely not allowed. I, just spectacular. <laughs> and like actual like Mexican uh, hot chocolate is so good. Oh, I agree with you 100%. But yeah, yeah no, I'm not. Yeah. It's, I, yeah, I, get, I get what we, you're saying. We, but we it's swung just, for the fences a, and we, we came up with a backwards or with a, with a K. So it's not yeah. like Whitey's. We just failed in this one. And I've yet to see it done effectively in ice cream. It works better in like hard chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it sure does though. And like hot chocolate, like Mike was saying yep. too. I just, yeah. ice cream, not so much. I don't, th- I think the coldness of it with the, yeah. with the heat doesn't, doesn't come through. It's a tough sell. I get that. And then that brings us to number <laughs> one, which is the worst ice cream of all time, in my opinion. And that's black walnut. <laughs> black walnut is awful. What does I that taste like? Oh, ass. But anyway, um, it's so bad ass, because ass, some, ass, ass. as as like a hazing thing at Whitey's, it's not even really hazing. It's just like when you get a new employee, you give them a spoon of black walnut. That's how bad it is. So who orders that, this? That's like initiation. <laughs> who orders black walnut ice cream? Elderly people. Mm, the elderly, elderly again. It's it's interesting because when I picture a black walnut, I'm picturing and maybe I'm having a bad memory. It's like those big green things that fall out of the tree and then turn black later. And I'm pretty sure that my cousins used to shoot that out of a potato cannon. But like I do not picture this as a flavor of ice cream. Well, it's like a maple flavored ice cream with black walnut pieces in it. It's shitty. My grandpa used to have this at his house sometimes, yeah, and we would just... like it would just go uneaten, which is unheard of yeah. in, a, in a room full of children. That there would be uneaten ice cream is without fathom. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm on board with this, Ian. This is the also, one ice cream flavor that I've never had a child order, and that I've never like heard of anyone ordering for their child. Um, and by the way, I just want to clarify. I'm googling right now, and I'm I'm right in what I'm picturing. Like this is. This would be like acorn flavored. Like yeah. black walnut is just a thing that's on a tree down the street from where you live. Yeah, this is it's, not, it's not. This good. is not like a farm raised nut. Yeah, not it's, interested. It's, just, it's it's not good. Ugh, Pass these nuts. Pass <laughs> these nuts. Yeah, it's just it is not lit as the kids no, would say. That is very not lit. Rip. Damn, I had some black walnut ice cream. R.I.P. 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 All right, number seven, baby. Seven. I'm a big fan of this one because I love peanut butter. So um, this is chocolate peanut butter revel. And mm-hmm. so it's chocolate ice cream. It's very milky chocolate ice cream. And it has a peanut butter swirl with a brownie revel. What is that? It is delicious. What are you saying? Revel? Yeah, R-E-V-E-L. It just it means a swirl throughout the ice cream. Mm. Damn. Interesting. So it's, it is my favorite. It's fantastic with chocolate on top it's great with marshmallow um it's really good with a little bit of peanut butter on top and in a shake it it performs because the peanut butter emulsifies into the ice cream wow there's a ten dollar word it becomes Mm. a Reese's peanut butter cup in the ice cream which is really good Mm, mm, mm. that sounds wonderful it is great i ranked it this low because i know not everybody loves peanut butter in their ice cream that's just elegious she's weird there's some people she that think weird. it's disgusting. I, I've had customers, exp- I've like explained it to customers before, because I explain it to customers the same way I explain it to you, and they say that it sounds really gross because they, they don't like peanut butter and brownies together, and then I want to tell them what? to leave my store. 
Um, so yeah, that's that, that. That is why it's number seven. My- who would even say that? <laughs> but yeah, people it- who don't like watching things do well, I guess, like peanut butter and Jeez. chocolate, just match made in heaven. Does that bring us to number six? Booyah! I think it does. This is the uh, the the Rocky Road equivalent of what YD's has because we do not have Rocky Road. That's a trademark too issue, I'm sure. For us. <laughs> so we use moose tracks instead. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sure. And w- when people order Rocky Road, we say, I can get you moose tracks, which to the customer definition is a vanilla ice cream with a very heavy fudge swirl and Reese's peanut butter cups inside. <sighs> oh, man. That is why it's higher than peanut butter rebels because it is the perfection. I, and we are on the same exact page. When you said chocolate peanut butter ice cream, I said to myself, and then out loud before we cut it <laughs> uh, <laughs> that moose tracks or rocky road whatever you want to call it is the pinnacle of peanut butter chocolate merger when it comes to frozen treats i like that you have it above chocolate peanut butter i think they occupy a similar space but again going back to the mint chip and cookie dough argument if you're going to put this in a shake which i recommend having a, a peanut butter cup amid in the middle of your shake is it's heaven it is very good. Can't be beat. I really enjoy it. Michael? I'm just sitting here and enjoying the discussion. I, it reminds me, they they used to have it in like every McDonald's. They had uh, a Reese's McFlurry, and they don't really do it anymore. And it's really a shame because it's so fucking good. That's one of the best. Uh, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup uh, Blizzard is really wonderful at uh, Dairy Queen. Yeah. That's the good shit. Yeah. Mmm. Mm-mm. I'm completely on board with this one, Ian. I think that's a good spot for Moose Tracks. Fantastic. Uh, so, number five moves us into seasonal territory. So, at Whitey's, we're very seasonal. We have different ice creams. Right now, we're in our spring season. Sure. So, our ice creams... It's like a spring fashion lemon. line. It, it Honestly, it sounds like it. But it's the right spring now, collection. Yeah, I didn't have, get uh, my... Uh, <laughs> my whitey's uh catalog in the mail this year <laughs> with ian just like yeah mm-hmm. favorite mm-hmm. non-pornographic ice cream magazine <laughs> whitey's <laughs> whitey's good housekeeping how it oop but number five is uh part of our winter collection and it is red velvet cake mm. and it is a white chocolate ice cream with actual red velvet cake crushed into it with the cream cheese frosting still on top. So when you get this by itself, you get cake, you get white chocolate, and you get cream cheese frosting. When you get it in a shake, it blends together to make this like rosé pink kind of color. It's really, <laughs> really nice. Um, and then with a sundae, hot fudge goes perfectly on this. Interesting. This is a bold number five. This is a bold number five, and I think it's probably the one that, at least for me, I don't know, Kyle might feel differently, is the most distinctly whiteies. Because I'm not sure I've ever seen red velvet ice cream on a list anywhere, like on a on a board anywhere at a, an ice cream it's place. Pre- it's pretty distinctly whiteies. It's it's not very uh, store friendly. It's mostly just in our. It's only in our store, and if you want to take more oh. of it, we have to, we pack it and we distribute it. So. It's made Damn. in the factory right across the street from my store, and then they give everyone three gallons, but we have to hand pack it and give it to people. So it Whitey's. is very exclusive to Whitey's. My goodness. 
I've never had it, but from association, I can tell you that those who have had it in my presence have really enjoyed it. I know from my own personal taste, it's probably a little too rich for my blood, but I like I like the seasonal aspect of it. I and I really enjoy the prospect of like at a certain time of year starting to get a hankering for it. Yeah, it's a I it's a like Christmas that. flavor. Yeah. yeah, it is a Christmas flavor. We still have it now, but we're running out of it, so we still have it for the time being. But it it mainly runs from November until like late November until around now is when we usually lose it. I do want to use this opportunity though to lodge my uh, my complaint that I have like a long standing complaint against red velvet cake, which is that it's really just chocolate cake with red food dye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so not the ice cream's fault, but like be different, red velvet cake. Yeah, some really smart guy back in the day was like, if we just put a little bit of red food coloring in here, we can call it velvet cake. Yeah, it's really good marketing. It's not really that different from chocolate cake it's also really good because guess what's good chocolate Chocolate cake cake. oh yes well yeah my point is you know all right shut up guys (laughs) (laughs) well played (laughs) yeah good call here when we get to the end of this we'll have to discuss what what this list is because if it's a whitey's list then it should be arguably even higher and if it's not we might have to discuss, uh, yeah, some other, some that's other. That's what I was thinking. That's that's why I put it dead in the middle, is because then it can be swayed both ways. So okay, all right, we'll keep that in the back of your mind then. All right, so number four, that comes to another one of our winter seasonal flavors, uh, which is peppermint Oreo. Oh, so it's yeah. a peppermint ice cream and blended Oreos put into the ice cream. Ooh, doggy. it is very good. I this, just it, had uh, a um a uh shamrock shake oreo mcflurry or a, or whatever oh. an oreo shamrock shake flirt i don't know whatever it is from oh McDonald's my goodness oh girl for um saint patrick's day and this sounds very similar like that mint and oreo combination is just mm. this it's very good when you guys have this one i will get this over mint chip specifically in shake form because oh my goodness well first of all it's actual crust. Okay, so it's peppermint flavored ice cream, which is different than your standard. Like, like yes. your mint, your mint chip mint is more. It's like a cleaner kind of like. Uh, yeah, it's a spearmint. It's spearmint. spearmint. Whereas peppermint, this is peppermint ice cream. So there is a different yeah. flavor profile. So it's like to sort it. of that smokier, like. Oh yeah, and and on top of that, it's got crushed actual peppermint in it, and so as you're eating it in the shake, it's got like, uh, it's like. It's different because a, a chocolate chip crunch is like a snap, but yeah. getting an actual peppermint piece in your teeth is like, it's like, it's hard, it's brittle, but then once you smash it, it like, it gets like gooey. And it, yeah, like, and it, all, it also is sort of dusty almost. It's like yep. that, it's like chip. It's like, oh. it's like a, oh. It's and the best. I hate to interrupt this, uh, I hate to interrupt this great culinary explanation of what peppermint Oreo ice cream is, but. Our peppermint Oreo ice cream does not have crushed peppermints in it. Well, what am I thinking of? Peppermint ice cream, which oh. we also have. Well, that shit's great. It's also <laughs> good. <laughs> Bastards. Well, I will say, just the fact that it's peppermint over regular mint and that you're tossing Oreos into it makes it <clears throat> something that I would enjoy eating immensely. This, I think, falls in the same camp as Red Velvet, where most places aren't going to have a peppermint Oreo, but... Yeah. Boy, is it good at Whitey's. 
This is also one of the only seasonal flavors we offer in half gallons that are already like prepackaged, and we can ship those. Mm. Uh, so those are, are we getting any sponsorship dollars from Whitey's? Because you are a hell of a salesman. Yeah, I yeah we me. aren't getting any sponsorship, nor am I getting any dollars for this, <laughs> or when I'm actually on the clock either. But that's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> another day, am I right, Ian? Another day, another nickel. <laughs> Uh, mm. so that brings us to number three, and I'm gonna fire off my honorable mentions here, just cause I think that's a good spot for him. Yep, um, please do. So, coming in on an honorable mention is Cookies and Cream, which we actually don't serve at Whitey's. We have <laughs> something else that's called White Tiger Paws, which is vanilla, Oreos, and hot fudge. So it's a little added to it. Um, oh. another honorable mention for me is, uh, one of our spring flavors that we have right now. It's my favorite spring flavor. It's just not really good with anything else. It's a blueberry cheesecake. I think it's really good. Mm. If you don't like blueberries, you wouldn't like this one. Except I like blueberries, so I do. I like blueberries, Blues. but I don't like blueberry, like fake blueberry flavoring. It has like crushed up blueberry paste okay. inside the ice cream. Now that I might be able to get down with. Yeah, it's not. It's not our official flavor. It's it's natural flavored. Jeez. Um, next is watermelon sherbet. Which I really like as it's like a summertime flavor, but you we have do love around. the watermelon sherbet, Ian. It's yeah. very good. I'm a big fan of watermelon. Um, Sounds like I, a good palate cleanser, especially if you're about to eat the Genovian pear and cheese dessert. It'd be the perfect thing to have. <laughs> Don't get brain freeze. It is good like that though, because all of our ice creams have 12% butter fat, and then our watermelon <laughs> sherbet does not have that much fat in it. It's mostly sugar, so it offers a nice more crisp and cleanse palate oh it's like a health it's a health food not really because there's way more sugar in it than our actual ice cream so that turns to bubbling fat (laughs) (laughs) and then you blow up (laughs) uh so then our next one is chocolate chip ice cream which i just Mm -hmm. i think our chocolate chip is good the chocolate chips are a little too dark for my taste um and i just don't really think it's very good to be on the list but it's it's good enough to be an honorable mention what's the shape of the chip what's the shape of the chip are we they talking are shavings? Uh, They're yeah, shavings. Okay. And then you have some squares as well, but we got rid of the squares not too long ago. Okay. I like so, the yeah, squares. Yeah, Kyle's shaking Big his fan. head right now because we have these polar chips that he really likes. I One time he came in and I gave him a little cup and I just put the polar chips in it because he really liked those, but we got rid of those, so it's a little different. Damn. Now. Those chips were so good. And I think the most honorable mention of the list <laughs> is uh, vanilla, because vanilla is good in anything, but I really wouldn't want it by itself. And a plain vanilla shake when offered with so many different options, it's just not really hidden for me. What color is the vanilla at Whitey's? Are we talking like a, a, a bright, bright, bright white, or is there like an egg kind, kind of color? What's Where are we at in the spectrum here? It is a whitish yellow so it's like creamy like eggshell kind of white. so is it like a, is it is it a french vanilla like is there no. an egg in it there's not we, egg in it. Okay. we we do serve french vanilla but only in half gallons and pints we don't have gotcha. that in our dipping counter so okay. our our vanilla is pretty white it's slightly yellow mm-hmm. but it's very white okay so that brings us to number three and kyle's gonna be kind of heated with this one but it's the same deal with the whole mint chocolate chip uh, it's because I had him try this flavor once when he was in store, and he didn't love it as much as mint chip. But this is mint cookie crunch, which is mint ice cream, fudge, and Oreos mi- mixed throughout. 
and the Oreos dissolve in your mouth. And if you like Thin Mints, this is the ice cream for you because it tastes just like a Thin Mint Girl Scout cookie. My note, my note for the mint cookie crunch is just do less because I think that the chocolate in this particular ice cream is a little overwhelming. It's like when you get, um, because I think the perfect mint chip ice cream is pure mint ice cream with just a bunch of chips in it. This is like an actual, um, like the it's chocolate mint ice cream and then Oreos on top of uh, that. So, like, so I know this, I know this type of mint chocolate chip that you're talking about, and I'm generally less of a fan. It's because like if you're gonna do that, you don't need the. It's either do the Oreos and have it yeah. just be mint chip or just mint ice cream or blend it and have mint chocolate ice cream and leave the Oreos out. I I understand that this is a very popular flavor, but for me, it's a lot. I just really like it in shakes because when you pair this with a vanilla oh, yeah. flavoring, it's just it like the shake turns to like a really nice dark green kind of like a little slightly black color. It sounds unappetizing, but it's really, really good looking. And then um, when you taste that, it's like a mint cookie just exploded on your palate, which I really, really like mm. about this. Also, it goes very, really, it goes really good with chocolate flavor, with chocolate topping. Mm-hmm. and marshmallow topping as well as hot fudge and if you're into it like some kind of like light not too acidic fruit goes well with a mint with a mint cookie whoa pretty nice god you are a maestro i legitimately feel like i am at a high-end restaurant listening to a sommelier and this has never happened to me i've never actually done this <laughs> um, but i'm Surprising. imagining yeah i've got like xander Truffaut. Uh, from Parks and Rec, who's just received his Master Sommelier certificate from the state of Indiana, and he's telling me exactly which wine to pair with my Manchego. Well, Whitey's is the dopest, quite possibly trillest, trillest. destination in the area. <laughs> <laughs> wow, seamless reference. Nice work. I'll have to come back for a Parks and Rec one, but we already did one of those, so it's fine. Yeah, no, please, any t- literally any time. <laughs> Do another I one. think you're pretty good looking. <laughs> this is how you eat it. <laughs> I actually just watched that one yesterday. <laughs> I'm just a little puppy. <laughs> Side note oh. here. If, if you like Aziz Ansari, like his character... Watch Master of None because oh, it is just so good. It is just thirty minutes of Tom Haverford, but it's a different life, and his name is Dev Shaw. That's yeah, a plug for me. I saw a um, I saw a uh, oh fuck, what the hell? Why can't I think of the name right now? The um, the apple juice. The um, what's the apple juice? Bernelli or uh, Bernelli's? No, um, you don't like Bernelli's or what? Or no, you no, never had the, That's yeah. What um. I just watched this one yesterday too. I don't. I kind of forget what the, the apple juice right is. Now. Oh, we'll have crap. to do it in post, and we'll have to like sample your voice saying the apple juice over it. I know. It's Martinelli's. Ju- Martinelli's, yeah, Martinelli's. Yeah, I just saw one uh, the other day with Caroline, and it was this specific, like the fancy ass yeah, bottle jar. That he has in episode one. In the jar. It's, like it's it's like really wide and like yeah, really pops off. Yes, it's like in a mason jar. The way I saw that for recently. It. Oh, it's so good. You never had Martinelli's? Two Martinelli's, please. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Martinelli's is some good shit. I can't believe I just couldn't think of that because I used to drink Martinelli's a lot as a kid. That or Mott's. Yeah, but that shit's good too. Ian, I'm, I'm flattered that you put three, at least, 
mint-based uh, ice creams on your list. <laughs> I appreciate that. We might have to do some reordering of the mint um, pretty far down. So that was number two, or number three. So yeah. are we ready for What's number, number two? What's number two there, Wax? Number two, and I just fi- heard that this was not a Whitey's exclusive from Allegis talking about Vinny D's, which is a shop in Chicago. I tried um, to go. I tried to save the Z. Uh, this is Graham Central Station, which yeah. is a graham cracker ice cream with a graham cracker swirl. Wait, it wait, is- wait. Hold on. Before you continue, are you saying that the flavor you're about to describe is not exclusive to Whitey's? Or that the name isn't? Like, is there, is there somewhere else that calls it this, too? Yeah, Vinny D's calls it Graham Central Station. Okay, alright, sorry, and continue describing I, this ice I cream. I doubt they've ever heard of Whitey's, and I doubt anybody from Whitey's has heard of Vinny D's, but um, <laughs> it's it's alright, though. Uh, so, this is one of my favorite ice cream flavors, and it goes extremely well with the sundae toppings. And it has its own sundae dedicated to just this ice cream. Uh, so, it has its own sundae dedicated to it, and um, it's called the S'more Sundae. And it has hot fudge, marshmallow, and the chocolate chips that Kyle really likes. It's delicious. It's great. I love it. Um, and it goes really well in a shake with vanilla, chocolate, or marshmallow flavoring. And then what I like to do is put um, strawberries or raspberries in it and then give that a mix. Ooh. And it's exquisite. Yeah. I love it. Good call with the strawberries especially. Uh, so it, it's it's really, really solid on all three fronts. I make a lot of Graham Central Station shakes, which is uh, why I have it placed at number two. And I just learned like two days ago that it wasn't exclusive to Whitey's. Mike, I know you love a Graham Cracker ice cream. Or I I know you love a Graham Cracker, and therefore I assume you love a Graham Cracker ice cream, I guess. You know, I'm not sure I've ever had a Graham Cracker ice cream the, now that I think about it. But man, this sounds good. And I love Graham Crackers. I'm a passionate consumer of graham crackers so i'm i'm like i i think you've so far done your job ian in that my first stop at whitey's so far now this is excluding whatever number one is will be grand central station because that's a hell of a pitch you just made well we actually have something for you then it's called a flavor flight we give a banana boat and we put four half-sized dips of any four flavors you like and that's what we give to people who are, that's what I recommend to people when they're coming through like on a road trip because they've heard of us. I say like, try this instead. And then you can have four of them instead of just one. And you're paying five fifty instead of uh, almost three bucks for one scoop. That sounds like a Scoops Ahoy invention. <laughs> <laughs> who do you work for? Scoops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as big into graham crackers as you are, Mike, but I am a big fan of this ice cream. And I've eaten... A very large quantity of it just by stealing um, whatever we just can't finish. So, yeah, I've, I've brought a half gallon up to you one time and it was gone almost by the end of the weekend. Shit's good. Ali just gets this a lot, and which means I end up stealing uh, at least a, a bite or two every time we go there. So, big fan. Damn. That's the good shit. Boy, am I curious about number one. Yeah, number what one. is number one? I have also brought this to Kyle's apartment, but it is chocolate fudge brownie. Which oh. is a is a slightly darker version of our mint chocolate ice cream, 
with a very heavy fudge swirl that's still like stretchy and really nice with a really really <laughs> I nice really like that description <laughs> that's such a good description of of that like the chocolate portion of the ice cream and uh with a nice brownie revel where the chunks are still pretty big it's delicious i've made more shakes of this ice cream than any other flavor i have scooped more sundays where people will get this with hot fudge marshmallow mm-hmm. my personal favorite one that talia showed me is red raspberry because it tastes yeah. like those oh. deli red raspberry dark that chocolates. was what i was gonna guess was the oh. raspberry would be the best with this flavor that was that, what i was it's hoping. a sleeper it's a sleeper yeah. not many people know about that and not me not many people get it but it's so good because the acidity of the raspberries cuts through all the creaminess yeah it's fantastic <clears throat> I love it so much. And I will eat this by itself any day of the week. Like, if you give me a half gallon and I choose, I could choose any flavor of what I get, this would be the one that I get to choose is chocolate fudge brownie. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I just, I really want to emphasize that Ian is not being remunerated for this in any way, but your sales skills are really unsurpassed in the history of this pod because your ability to paint a picture for us and make us want to to consume that thing that you're sort of you know selling to us really unparalleled uh really something because you just took me on a hell of a journey sell me this ice cream (laughs) hell Uh, of a journey it's one of the main things boy scouts taught me you know how to sell popcorn efficiently Yeah, the difference here is that you've got a really good product you're selling here. Um, Not that yes, I don't need to be selling uh, this. Like people will come to get it. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll come running. This um, chocolate fudge brown, as we call it in this household, is uh, it's a delightful ice cream. I tend to stay away from desserts that are super rich. Uh, I don't have a lot of capacity for that kind of dessert, and yet I would say that this ice cream straddles that line it like gets right up to that line and then it's just pleasantly underneath it especially if you cut it with like you were saying in like some kind of raspberry or something i think it's fitting that some kind of chocolate ice cream is at the top because i think if we're strictly going by the letter of the law and its versatility or its standalone ability you can't beat chocolate and this ice cream is a, a yeah an inspired version of, of a chocolate ice cream this is so. true. I really like. I'm not a huge fan of just standalone chocolate ice cream, but I do think it's the most versatile when it comes to chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, which are the three like home run hitters. They're like the legend yeah. ice creams. It's the most probably standalone because you can't really do much with strawberry. I agree. I think this is the time where we need to start talking about Mike. Do you have anything you could see yourself adding to this list? Well, so I think if this, if the question, if the task we had set ourselves was best ice cream flavors or best, you know, grocery store ice cream flavors or whatever, like some other variation on this excellent list, I think I could. But given the constraints that we've placed on this, which I like, to be clear, I'm very pro the way we've done this list. I don't think so, because... You know, I'm assuming that Whitey's has, you know, whatever, pick a flavor, you know, I I don't know. I, I'm forgetting any flavors that exist. Superman. Pistachio. Let's say, let's say pistachio. Like, I bet there's a pistachio there, but I like, okay, there's not. I'm getting a head shake. <laughs> but, like, let's just pretend there were a pistachio there. I like the concept of ranking 
these ice creams in large part based on the Whitey's version of that thing. And so the list of flavors I would have wouldn't be that. So I, I'm, I want to seed my, uh, my time to the delegate from Chicago. I think that I agree with you, Mike, and I'd like to keep this list mostly intact. I think there's a, a little bit of room for amending it because I think we're double dipping in a couple of places. I think moose tracks and chocolate peanut butter for me occupy similar spaces. And while I'm happy to do it, we might be overloading a little bit with three mint flavors on here. And I do think that I do think that vanilla belongs on this list, even if it is not like a French vanilla, like a fancy version at Whitey's. I think that that probably belongs somewhere. And I think I'd like to add something that's like strictly fruit based because we've got on here a lot of savory flavors. And I think especially like you were saying, Ian, like with the sherbet, like I think there's room on here for a fruit or a sherbet type um, prune. So we got prune, rum, raisin, And what was the other one? (laughs) Can I have um, prune ice cream with bran sprinkles? (laughs) Goes right through me every time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if that bit is from anything or if that's just what's happening. I think you're just ad-libbing that and it's horrifying. No, I don't know. That's the episode of Mermaid Man orders that at the ice cream truck. Yeah, it's Spongebob. Oh, I thought you were just ad-libbing that. I wish. That was that funny. Ian, what's the highest form of, like, fruit-based ice cream at Whitey's? Um, It depends on what your definition of fruit based is like do you want actual fruit pieces or do you no, want fruit flavor not necessarily like is there like a top-notch strawberry ice cream there or like an orange sherbet or something like that we just got rid of our orange sherbet um we have a strawberry ice cream that's pretty good but the fruitiest ice cream i sell is called smurf or blue moon um Ooh. it is blue citrus flavored ice cream with marshmallows in it and it tastes like fruit loops <laughs> But see, I don't like it. So that's yeah. why it didn't come to mind. It doesn't sound very good. It's probably the most sold to kids. I'll give it to a lot of kids. Mm. It sounds like it occupies like a Superman kind of space. Yeah, yeah it kind of does. It's very bright blue, and it's very weird looking. Well, then let's just leave something like that as an honorable. I, I would like to insert vanilla here, and I'd like to move mint yeah. chip up. Those are the two things I care about. Okay. Well, my, my take on the Moose Tracks versus Chocolate Peanut Butter Revel is that Moose Tracks is a vanilla ice cream, and Chocolate Peanut Butter Revel is very heavily chocolate-flavored ice cream, and they don't taste that similar, so that's why I think they're two standalone flavors. I don't think they should be combined into one, like Chocolate Peanut Butter Ice Cream. All right, well, how do you feel about, I don't know, what, what about Peppermint Oreo since that's seasonal? Does that feel like a good place to remove one from this list? I think that if we're going to remove one... Um, either red velvet cake or peppermint Oreo would be good to remove because those are both seasonal and they're not very widely known. Let's toss peppermint Oreo because we've got some redundancy there and the red velvet cake is kind of a stand-in for other cake-type ice creams and I think that's an important demographic to hit. All right. Yeah. I And I would, I would be pro. I think that mint chocolate chip could potentially slide in to a spot like number four. I agree. Um, I actually, this is personal. I would move mint cookie down to like eight where mint chocolate chip was move mint chip up to like four and then put vanilla up at three. 
I would move Mint Cookie Crunch to six. Take uh, Mint Chip and replace it with four. Mm-hmm. And then bump everything else down and add vanilla somewhere else. Okay. Because um, I, I, I'm, I'm, mint cookie is very, very good, and I really enjoy it. But I don't want to have two mint flavors like right next to each other in the final. I agree. List. Okay, so you want mint cookie down at at six? Why don't we put? I'm happy to move moose tracks. What if we put like? What if we vaulted moose tracks up to like three? I think it's really popular, and then we could put vanilla at like five um and then vanilla could slide in at like an eight yeah i think that would be um that'd be probably a better list of it because i do sell a lot of moose tracks okay um let me finish editing this list then uh you crazy cats lost me yeah tracking it but i'm excited for the recap ian do you want me to recap it on because i've got the list here or did you keep track of all that I did not, so I would love it if you could recap. <laughs> okay. I will recap, and then we will get to your adulations and our thank yous, because this was a great deal of fun, and I wish I had some ice cream in the house. Yeah, I need ice cream now. <laughs> Number 10. Post-haste. Chocolate chip cookie dough. Number 9, salted caramel. Number 8, vanilla. Number 7, chocolate peanut butter. Number 6, mint cookie crunch. Number 5, the Whitey's Seasonal Special Red Velvet Cake. Number four, your co-host Kyle's very favorite ice cream, and Michael's too, Mint Chocolate Chip. Number three, Moose Tracks. Number two, Graham Central Station. And number one, Chocolate Fudge Brown. Mmm! Wow. Mm. I don't think we've ever had someone uh, as qualified as you are to do this list, Ian. Um, and I mean qualified to do their own podcast as you are qualified to do this. We really appreciate it. No, we've had, we've had people who have thought about and studied their topic for years and years and years. And I've never encountered a level of subject matter expertise <laughs> like yours on this podcast. So I think it goes without, I would say without a doubt, you are the most informed and thoughtful guest we've had. I mean, it's not, unfortunately for you, a category when the Nobel Prize Committee comes around later in the year. But if it were, I'm confident that you would win. <laughs> confident. Well, I appreciate the love, Mike. Um, the way I was describing these flavors is how I describe them to customers. So you get yeah. equal treatment. <laughs> and I also didn't have anything in front of me. Like These are all memorized. We have to do this to become a full employee. So... I, uh, well, wait, really hold on. Let's be very clear. Your interpretation of the requirements to work at Whitey's and those of some of your slacker co-workers, I'm certain are very different. Like, I agree. I'm sure they told you you had to learn the flavors, but there is no way there is anybody else at that store who feels them in their soul the way that you clearly did. Yeah, there's no way. We actually take a written test, and if we don't pass it, we have to retake it. Yeah, but how many people forget that shit right away? Whereas you could recite this in your sleep. Whatever. I don't want to talk shit about you've got this cold. No, I'm sure they're great, but you've got this cold. Well, I appreciate it. That being what we're trying to say here, Ian, is a huge thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. Um, It's been a pleasure to have you, and uh, we're looking forward already to the next time that you're on. Until that time. I usually end a podcast by saying 
thanks to our boy Kev, who we do not know, who puts no, we our do not. <laughs> we do not know Kev, uh, who puts our not top three and intro music together. That shit's stanky. It's good to have. Stank delicious. I also usually thank my sister Aaron, who puts together our artwork. I really love that artwork. Uh, Aaron's really good at that kind of thing. If you want to see more of that kind of thing, her artistic stylings can be seen on Instagram at Santadesign. And speaking of Instagram, we have an excellent Instagram, which is curated, maintained, run by our social media maven, Caroline Labranti. She has a personal account if you want to check out some of her other stuff, cml.photos. So our Instagram handle, top10km with the 10 spelled out, T-E-N. Our email, where you can tell us all the different ways we are wonderful, terrible, you hate ice cream, ice cream ruined your life. <laughs> that is top10km at gmail.com, also spelled out T-E-N. Finally, while well, I'm sure you're listening to us on some sort of podcast app, there are plenty of other ones. You can check us out on Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, the Apple Podcast app, pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. So, Kyle. So, Ian. So, Whitey. Those are the things I would say. Wonderful. Thanks, Thanks Ian. Ian. That was a real pleasure. Wunderbar. Always a pleasure. Later, boys. See ya. Bye.